jikaze, jikaze, jikaze. Africa, jikaze, jikaze, jikaze. America, jikaze, jikaze, jikaze. You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javano Kelly, live from Seattle, in Washington, USA. Greetings, 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 beautiful people. My name is Simon Javan Okelo. I am excited to be here with you for another episode of the African Father in America podcast. I am in Seattle, Washington, and, uh, you know, I'm really, really excited for today's episode because I have a really special guest who is joining me for today's show, uh, my brother, Kalen Coleman. Kalen, go ahead and just say hello to everyone before we begin the show. Uh, right now. Hello, everyone. My name is Kellen, and I'm happy to be here um, with my brother. Seattle is our old home, so yeah. Let me let me bring some sunshine to sometimes a rainy state. That's right. That's right. That's right. I see that you know it's bright and uh, beautiful where you are. So we'll talk more in a moment. I just want to welcome everyone who is joining us on YouTube. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, uh, and you know, I want you to take a moment and listen to today's proverb, uh, which is going to ground our conversation today. And uh, also, I want to share three nuggets of wisdom. And then after that, we are going to listen to what our guest's interpretation of today's proverb is. And then we will... Um, we will then go a little deeper and learn a little more about uh, Kilen and just learn about, you know, a childhood story that inspires the work that he's currently doing. And then from there, we'll go into some of the actual projects that he's doing uh, and how you can all support and stay engaged with the work that my brother Kellen is doing. So if you're joining us for the first time, this is the African Father in America podcast. This show is called The Daily African Proverbs because at the beginning of every show, we bring you a new African proverb that grounds us. It's really like how we begin our day and how we ground ourselves in ancestral African wisdom. So our proverb today takes us all the way to Morocco and it says that over truth there is light. Over truth there is light. This is a powerful statement reminding us of the illuminating power of truth and uh, the fact that when you embrace the truth, you feel free, you know, you feel free from, uh, you know, the noises that, uh, you know, we experience out there, whether it's on social media, whether it's, uh, you know, with life in general, when you, uh, you, you know, embrace the truth, uh, you are always going to feel like you have a sense of freedom that you're experiencing in your life and so i want to share the three nuggets of wisdom quickly before i go even deeper into our conversation with our guest today now these three nuggets of wisdom were inspired by today's proverb from morocco over truth there is light the first uh, nugget of wisdom says that truth has a way of illuminating a situation and bringing clarity where there was confusion or uncertainty. Number two, seeking truth can be a journey that involves shedding light on what was once hidden or obscured. You know, a lot of the time when you look at a painter working on a piece of art, 
you don't understand what they're working on but you trust them and you trust the process that they are going through and as you look at them working adding different colors adding different shapes uh, eventually you see the beautiful image that they wanted you to be able to see it was all in their mind but eventually they present it to you and it takes time it takes different shades that's what this um you know uh, nugget of wisdom is trying to tell us and then uh, finally uh, the final nugget of wisdom says that when the truth is present it has the power to dispel darkness and bring understanding to a situation um you know this is why in places like liberia south africa where there were even in rwanda where there were you know uh, grave uh, you know uh, injustices that happened to humanity there were truth and justice reconciliation uh, commissions that were created where people were going there to to pour their hearts out and there was a lot of healing as a result and there's still a lot of healing some of these commissions are still going on until today so again if you're joining us i want to know what this proverb means to you over the truth over truth there is light this is from morocco if you're joining us on tiktok let me know in the chat share the link to this conversation over there on tiktok if you are joining us uh, on youtube i want to see uh, your comment there with where in the world you are joining us from uh, and also do the same if you're on twitter we also live on twitter uh, do the same you know let me know where in the world you're joining us from and what this proverb means for you so uh, again those who are on linkedin and facebook also do the same but now i want to come back to you my brother kilen uh, colman those who are meeting my brother for the first time is a brother full of energy and he's a creative brother is a is a brother that travels the world especially in the motherland he, he connects the diaspora with the motherland consistently that's part of how we connected but outside of that he's also a pr consultant he's a principal and a licensed sports agent uh, kellen i want you to just take a moment and um add anything to the introduction i just gave you so that those who are watching can learn a little bit more about you and then talk about today's proverb over truth there is light this is from morocco let us know what it means to you okay good morning again everybody and what i really am is somebody who's very nosy very prognosis very i, I want to be able to fix things and i want to fix things that it fits whatever that problem is. So for all the titles that I have or even being an author, it was because I wanted to, you know, shed some light on, you know, industries whether it be faith-based or whether it be children's books and and you know, and that's all something that that I do and I do it with my family and it, and it's just a great thing to be able to tell stories especially I like to do things that are new I I I'm I'm not into the, the status quo this is how it has to be because we've been doing it for 30 years there's better ways and I've been like that probably people who know me from a kid I've always wanted to do things my way um because I think there's a better way at least to fit me later only to find out there's you know certain um abilities that you have teaching wise that they try to scar people with 
and say, hey, that's a disability like dyslexia. I think I found that out right before I turned uh, 40 that I, I passed the dyslexia test and found out a superpower. So a lot of, um, a, a lot of different titles and connecting the diaspora back to Africa and letting our people know who they were before we were pulled out of this fishbowl and why sometimes we don't always fit in um, here in America or in, in Europe. It's something that has just been a blessing. Now to the proverb, over truth there is light, I was, I had, that's the first time I had heard it. So, you know, for me, we know the scriptures talk about, and I'm talking about the Ethiopian scriptures, uh, because that's the complete book in the first book. We, there's so much reference to light and that path. And we know that, you know, lies aren't the way. The truth is the way to that enlightened path to wherever we need to be going um, for progress, for our families, for peace. I don't know too many people and we can look at politicians' lives and we can look at entertainers' lives and see when they start lying is when they start maybe rising in their pocketbooks, but when they start declining as well. Whether you are Bill Clinton, Trump, um, Paul Bia, or, or whoever, you know, you, you, start, you, you start with the lies, you start changing constitutions, you, you, you start acting like, you know, you're fair, but you're displacing. Uh, you know, the Amber, Amber Boys, Amazonia and Cameroon, whatever the politician is, right? Because uh, I don't I, I don't just focus on America. I, as you had mentioned, I like to travel. I, I'm, I'm an African by my passports. I've just happened to be born in America, but representing Sierra Leone behind me and on my jersey um, and Cameroon as well, you know, um, that's what that proverb struck to me without going too deep and it probably sounds better in you know arabic or french but in english that's what it meant to me that's right that's right yeah man uh thank you thank you again uh for all your dedication uh to the motherland and to the culture uh and you know and all the incredible work you do you know especially you know, as a family man, as, a, as an African father, you know, this uh, this podcast was built for African fathers originally, and it has grown beyond that. But I just want to acknowledge you. Uh, and now I want you to take a moment and share with us a story, a childhood story, because I normally share with all my guests my own story of when I was eight years old and how my mother gave me a bicycle to help her distribute milk in our neighborhood in Kenya, in Kisumu, Kenya, in a, in a place called Manyata. And in fact, if you're following what's going on in Kenya currently, um, the last elections that were held in August last year uh, were disputed. And uh, currently there is, there is a revolution that is going on in Kenya. There are protests going on in different parts of the country, but Kisumu, where I come from, and Manyata, where I grew up, is always the epicenter of uh, political unrests in the history of Kenya. And so uh, I used to distribute milk and bread in this neighborhood where whenever there is any political unrest in Kenya, that's where the explosion happens first, you know. So I grew up in, in this rough neighborhood, 
but it taught me a lot because just being able to distribute milk and bread and carry money and bring it back uh, home and get a commission taught me how to live with people taught me how to build business and build relationships and build community and i apply that here in seattle you know uh, i take risks the way i did there and i feel that you uh, are very similar in uh, a lot of how you approach life and uh, in connecting with you over the phone i've learned how uh, you value how you value actually generating income for our people you know and finding creative ways of partnering with people who are already doing something so take us back share with us something that happened maybe when you are 8 16 uh, that continues to drive who you are today as a leader and uh, as a as an african father <laughs> okay yes you and i have many similarities um and to kenya you know let me let me say Ohaligani Kenya. I see um, that. I see that. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and so for me with childhood and you know talking about even our similarities that working at a young age. I had a very privileged background. I'm I'm from Oakland, California, but I I have a very privileged background. um and and you learn even more about your privilege when you hear about you know, everybody else's story of a childhood was was great you know and everybody has their ups and their downs but to be honest like i i'm spoiled and so but i i started working even my my grandmother had businesses and she came from arkansas with 12 children to have i think she had one more on the, on the way but my grandmother had businesses in oakland my aunts and uncles had businesses and so i was able at a young age to you know even do custodial work right maybe they pay you $25 maybe more just to clean a building but you're with all your cousins and i have over 100 of them on one side alone and you're you're putting in that hard work at a young age we're talking about you know i can't tell you what age because it was just normal for us um but even having a paper route i think i might have had one for the shortest amount of time and i don't even know if it was my own paper route or if i was helping a friend i just remember my father waking me up saying you wanted this paper route you say you wanted to make money and it's like 5 a.m. and 5 a.m. has never been a good time for me um i've learned to make it a good time when i have to but it's you know also seeing him wake up so early but having to do this paper route and it wasn't the delivering of the papers it was of the collecting of the money i think because it's one thing to wake up early then you got to go make sure everybody is paying but if they don't this is you know pre cell phone right um Simon and I just look like this but we can remember before a cell phone um cuz the black don't crack if you take care of it and don't smoke it but um so that those stories are like the building years and I had my real first I guess real real job at 16 when I could drive and I was a waiter in a peach type shirt in a restaurant called Coco's I think now you have to live in Anaheim California to go to a Coco's but um in that restaurant i didn't even know i was sexually harassed every day coming in because there was somebody 
I'll never forget a Miguel. And every day I come in, I'm a, I'm a football guy. I also boxed just like you did, Simon. I was a boxer. Um, I also, you know, as a kid, we did martial arts um, here and there. But I'm, 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 I was fit. You know, I'm skinny, but I'm fit. And this grown man would be, oh, Kelly, you, you're looking so muscular. And never anything outside of that, right? But here now you think of this 16-year-old kid and this grown 40-plus-year-old man. And and now, you know, you have this whole cancel culture where we just kind of, hey, you needed a job. You're 16. You, you damn near are begging for a job <laughs> because you want to work. You want to be able to provide. And not necessarily because I needed to work, but it was something that was just ingrained in me. And I haven't stopped since. So that's like the childhood memories of working. And that's where I see the difference, um, you know. And, and let me tell this story real quick. I was actually fired from that job for 24 hours because of an allegation of um, a young woman and an older woman said I said an off-color joke. And so it was like sexual harassment. They later on had to the next day say, actually, that wasn't, the full story, so they brought me back. But by then, you're like, a rumor started. But nobody noticed when this grown man in public, nobody ever said anything. These were white women. So I learned something about the system. Black men can come in and be harassed by an older person. I was talking to a peer of mine. Um, and then when they found out, okay, that wasn't what was said, and it was just one part of the story, um, you know, you learn, okay corporate might not be for me because you don't even have to do anything to be, you know, fired and let go. Where Miguel, who was a, a Latin man, you know, he could say this in front of everybody and nobody, nobody would say anything. Nobody will defend you. So hopefully that answers your question and gives a little insight on the memories from my yeah. childhood, which were great. I love it. I, I, I did. And it's, um, it's amazing. It's amazing uh, for, for, for someone like you, you 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 can't just share a nugget because your story is so rich. I I feel like we need to first of all we haven't even finished today's episode, but we we need to plan for the next one because a lot of the things you say those are like you know uh, like an hour conversation. You know uh, you you know you touched on uh, sexual harassment. You touched on start you know working at a very young age. You know you touched on corporate and uh uh you know who who should be working in corporate america or how does it even look like to exist in corporate america for black people for african people because the experiences you're talking about are the exact experiences i had and we've never talked about it you know so how can corporate culture change uh, or how can we build our own corporate ecosystem where our companies grow so that we also employ our own people to the scale where they don't have to be employed in spaces where they're not welcome, you know. So uh, I just love your responses. I want to say thank you to our viewers who've joined us, whether you are on YouTube, uh, you know, LinkedIn, uh, you know, uh, TikTok, uh, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I just want to say thank you. Um, and I appreciate you for taking the time to join us for the African Father in America, uh, you know, live stream. Uh, we are recording this and my special guest today is Kellen Coleman, 
who is an incredible brother. We're just scratching the surface of our conversation today and you know we are just about to go even deeper into some of the incredible work that Karen is doing. So if you are watching the show, I want you to leave a comment and also share the link to today's uh, conversation so that some of our community members and also anybody else that you think needs to watch this, uh, just share the link so that they can have access. Now, Kellen, uh, you know, when we connected over the phone and over, our, you know, many emails, uh, one of the things that intrigued me the most about what you do is travel, you know, because I'm a travel enthusiast. And uh, particularly, I love bringing our brothers and sisters here in America, you know, uh, African-Americans, you know, people of African descent who have never been to Africa. I love taking them to Africa. And so that's why we started One Vibe Experience uh, with Lavender, who is a great friend of yours. I think you and Lavender have met in Nairobi in person. I wish I was there that day, you know. I was told how beautiful it was. But I want you to take us even a little further, you know, just take us through your career. You know, when you look at the work that you do, what makes you money now? And also when you look at your passion project, you know, uh, what is it that you're most proud of that you want to share with us today? <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk about an hour conversation. Talk about a day, right? Um, but I, I'll give for your, your question, you know, my, my, my accomplishment, my biggest one as of yet, and it all has to do tying in with other people. I don't always have the greatest ideas, but I have a um, small team that's always growing. And many of my people have been with me for over a decade, but it's being able to show people something different. So I'm an outlier where Universal Records, you know, I, I was told, you know, you wouldn't want to work here. Everything is so, so one-sided. This is how we do things. When I worked in, uh, interned in Congress, you know, you want to make change. So I like to make change. So anything where I can make change, and even right now, I'm looking at online teaching jobs, especially for HBCUs, but for universities that get that the old way of teaching is old and it's not getting our people hired, which means to me, it's almost like a fraud that you're selling something to students that they cannot use in the field, especially in the arts, you know, uh, mass communication, you have professors who haven't been in the field for 20 years um, and they're still teaching. And so uh, my biggest accomplishments I haven't even done yet because I need to help with that that situation. But being able to bring people to Africa ties into that because we're bringing, you know, mostly Americans, uh, Black Americans. We have brought some Mzungu. We brought a Mzungu. He came on the trip and was great. Um, but everybody gets to see Africa for themselves because everybody's Africa experience will be different. I cannot tell you, this is not North Korea where I can curate a tour and say, this is Africa. You know, I have people who have gone to Africa more than a handful of times who've never even been bold enough to go to downtown Nairobi. And I say, you gotta go downtown Nairobi. Like it's, it's New York in, in its heart, but some people wanna stay in the Westlands, right? And, and, and that's, that's their Africa for now. But my, my, my Africa is, in, my, in all my travels, I want to go to the hood, you know? Um, I know the queen of Kibera, and, and I have to go to Kibera every time I go and, and touch the people. Not that I'm there to prove anything, but those are my people too. 
And we, you know, just like we want to connect people here in the States, the hood and the executive suites in the streets, we want to do that everywhere we go, but you have to do it with wisdom and you have to do it with teams. I can't go to keep better by myself and say, hey guys, uh, you know, ooh, Haligani, and start talking about, you know, uh, people are offering me my taco and I'm thinking it's not Taco Bell, folks, <laughs> if they offer that to you. You have to know what you are, you know, where you're at. So um, my biggest accomplishment is just being able to connect people however I can. And I love to see the tears. I love to see the joy, the laughter when people say, wow, what I was thinking and what I was doing this whole time in America, they told me this was wrong. This is this, but this is me, this is the culture. And so you're not wrong. And that's why I love travel when you get to get out of this matrix. This is an, a social experiment, America. And it's great for money. It's great for you know certain systems but it is not who we are in the core. So it's good to be back in that fishbowl. And I like to bring people into that fishbowl so they can feel like they're not abnormal because what we have bred here in America, it's Sodom and Gomorrah. Man, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I love that. I love that. I just want to say thank you to a couple of people who are joining us for the show today. Uh, before I do that, I want to ask you, Kellen, to think about how our viewers and our listeners can support the work that you're doing you know uh, this is a question i ask all my guests you know how can we support you what website can we go to uh, and also how can we stay connected with you you know uh, what are your social media handles so think about that for now i want to ask our wonderful uh viewers especially those who are on youtube i see cubs and brother earth share with us where in the world you're joining us from and also what uh today's proverb means to you the proverb is from morocco it says over truth there is light i also just want to say that march 20th is a significant date in africa why am i saying that i'm saying that because of a couple of things you know this proverb says over truth there is light and on march 20th there's a lot of truths that are going to be revealed in 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 africa for example in kenya the elections that were disputed uh, are causing uh, you know a major national mass movement that is happening on march 20th throughout kenya you know uh, there's a likelihood of the procession that is going to be led by raila odinga to go all the way to state house Hopefully, their, their, their hope is that they want to take over uh, the leadership because they won and it was rigged and the West helped uh, the current uh, president, you know, take office. In South Africa, uh, Julius Malema is also trying to uh, kick out uh, Ramaphosa from office because South Africa is the, the continent's biggest uh, economy but there are blackouts there way more than kenya you know they are dealing with power rationing and industries are failing as a result of energy which is the 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 skeleton of everything in nigeria on march 20th they are they are planning a protest too because elections there similar to kenya were also uh, you know stolen you know uh, and so there's a major major protest happening in nigeria on march 20th and then in tunisia there's also a protest against the current president and his racist, uh, you know, attitude towards uh, black people. Uh, a lot of African people have been maimed and brutalized 
and a lot of African countries are, are lifting their citizens out of Tunisia as we speak. So uh, pay attention to what's going on in Africa uh, and also you know uh, do what you can to be helpful you know even if you're here in the diaspora there's a lot that you can uh, do in, in 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 terms of contributing to the transformation of Africa whether you are taking back people from the diaspora like brother Kellen uh, and myself do whether you're running an organization like One Vibe Africa like I do and whether you're just picking up a phone and checking on someone uh, you can always do something little on a day-to-day -day basis uh, but also i want to remind you again i want to see the comments there with your own interpretation of today's proverb over truth there is light this is from morocco now as we continue on uh, towards the end of our time together here uh, and for towards the end of today's episode i just want to give kellen space i want you to speak about something i didn't ask you then speak about how we can support you and also how we can stay connected with you you know if there's anything i didn't ask that you want to touch on this is now that time well you know one thing you and i have and i i, I we are not ever in competition when we're talking about africa because there are so many tours and so many trips but what i tell people is for me the tour is just another way for us to help build business I want people not just to tour in Africa. So when they go with you on a, a tour or if they check out a social media and I'm talking about a tour, um, you know, or we're all talking about it together because I believe we're going to be able to combine something, especially in uh, Malawi, Mulibonji, Malawi, um, and, you know, to wherever else we, we can go, Namibia. Um, I, I, my part is, you know, making sure that, the western mindset goes to africa and it's as comfortable as possible which is not hard to do but then when the real fun for me is being able to create business there and we've been able to do that with clients and say look we're going to establish a business here um i'm again i'm a citizen too of sierra leone i have a business there it's not the biggest business but i'm what i'm doing is i'm doing what i'm doing comfortably you know, with the consulting saying, hey, I have enough people that we can trust because that's the biggest thing that people ask, even if they're from Africa, they say, how did you guys build that home in Cameroon? I can't even give my own father or mother money because it keeps getting chopped, you know, and we have a, a small team that we we work with and what the company is doing is that's what we want to do. We want to be able to have people create business there. I don't want you just to come to Africa as a tourist. I want you to come as a business person. I want you to drop dollars because your dollars go so much further. America, it's so high priced for most people that most, you know, most people coming out of college can't afford a home. They can barely afford rent. And that car payment is crazy. When I hear people's car payments, I say, <laughs> Wow, you know, it, it's just crazy. I, 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 so I am a Dave Ramsey fan, so I live a different lifestyle because um, I want to be debt free, you know. But connecting is the biggest thing and just getting, you know, finding out where you're at. I'm not a salesperson, 
I can just tell you what my time is worth if I'm going to do it. But I, I can't sell you Africa. I can't sell you my services because I'm only I'm not meant for everybody. We're meant for those who have an ear to hear on how we do things with principles that are older than us. I love that. I love that. Share with us how we can stay connected with you. Where, if we want to find you uh, and learn more, get a copy of your book, uh, travel with you, where can we find you? Oh, well, if you want to get to the book, you can go to Amazon or Barnes and Nobles and put in my name, Kellen Coleman. It's with a C. Um, I love and I have to have Simon on whenever he has time and agrees because I'm agile to be on my podcast, diversifiedgame.com, anywhere you can hear or see a podcast from YouTube to Apple, it's there. I interview people like Simon who have interesting lives and careers and businesses and people who probably would not be on, you know, what we call the mainstream of a breakfast club, which I, I watch, you know, weekly, but the breakfast club has their people they have to have. And we have our people. And, you know, funny enough, you know, people tell me you interview a millionaire every week. It's not intentional, but that's just sometimes the network and what publicists send. I also have my my website for my business business, ColemanPRFirm.com or CPRFirm.com. Either one you want to go to and it kind of shows you what we do and and you can connect with me like that. Kellen Cash with a K on all social medias, probably except LinkedIn, which is Kellen Coleman, just to keep it professional. I'm trying to go like Oprah and just have Kellen. I just want to have Kellen and you know the name, whether it's on a blimp or a billboard. So, you know, maybe there's some rebranding going on, but I'm, I'm happy right now to be here and I'm happy to connect with you guys and, you know, connect i have a, a scheduler link if you ever connect call me it, you get to schedule some paid time and you know we get to build thank you thank you so much uh, for all that you do uh, it's it's really it's really incredible to spend almost you know a little over half an hour with you and learn so much and i honestly want to do this again uh, and again you know so uh, for now we are coming to the end of our time together today but again, Kellen, I deeply appreciate you. You know, you are an inspiration to me. And, uh, you know, I know you are an ins inspiration to many other people there, uh, whether it's in Africa or here in America. And uh, to Brother Arthur who joined us, thank you again for being here with us uh, for the show. Thank you for your continued support. And also to Cubs Destiny who joined us for the show. Thank you so much. Uh, the African Father in America podcast, especially the Daily African Proverbs, uh, was built because we began broadcasting a room on Clubhouse. That's where we began the conversation, uh, you know, where we began, you know, sharing these African Proverbs, bringing the community together. And we still have a solid community over there on Clubhouse. Currently, I'm expanding the footprint of the African Father in America podcast. That's why today you're probably watching this on Twitter. You're probably watching this on Facebook. You're probably watching this on LinkedIn or Instagram or TikTok or YouTube. YouTube is where we are putting the most energy. I just want to thank you. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up if you're watching it on YouTube. Make sure you leave a comment so that we know that 
you know you're here and let us know what you think you know your perspective is really what completes this conversation so your perspective is needed on what your own interpretation is of the proverb for the day which is from morocco it says over truth there is light over truth there is light so um leave your comment and i will personally respond to it and engage with you uh and also finally to my team you know stella lavender steve uh you know we are we are we are growing as a team you know sara and uh uh you know cubs has been extremely helpful you know you know volunteering her time and uh supporting giving me ideas here and there and of course we have other people who are supporting like uh martin from charisma uh creatives who is doing a lot of our graphic design uh if you're watching the changes that are going on in the way that our graphics look we are partnering with an amazing brother who is based in nakuru in kenya but he travels to kisumu every month he's doing workshops at one vibe in kisumu where he's not just doing work for us but he's training youths so that young people can also learn this graphic design skills you know uh, and so uh, i'm just excited about our team i'm excited that what i do here is also an educational platform is also a village where we are really uh, transforming other people's lives so if you're watching this if you are supporting this if you're doing anything to grow this uh, show you're you're really helping grow the village uh with that uh i thank you again brother kellen do you have any 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 closing comments before uh we we wrap up just you know thank you for platforms like this that let us um allow us to speak freely and that you know everybody who is in america europe haiti jamaica big push i i wish everybody does their africanancestry.com there's ways of getting citizenships um for those who qualify you know and we hope to grow that more because we need options especially here in the west we need options everybody else if this place was to burn tomorrow like rome has somewhere to go uh many of you know even folks born in africa have given up their citizenships given up their residencies we need to have options because we will be running across trying to get to mexico and mexico will say no 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 but you can get residency right now in Mexico uh and those are the things that we consult to and teach on and and do it with um even uh, you know experts who that's all that they do but that's what I want to tell people prepare in peace prepare for war things might be good for you right now but you need options just in case and to be blessed and, and connect with us thank you thank you thank you that's a beautiful way of uh ending our time together today You have a wonderful rest of your day. Are, are you in uh, Florida? I am in Florida. Yeah, I'm in, in Florida. South Florida. Nice, yes, nice, yes. nice, nice. Well, enjoy the warm weather over there while we suffer with this cold weather here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, I really thank you for making the time and uh, I hope that we will connect again soon. Uh, I'll be reaching out privately to you on a project that we could potentially do. uh in the next few days so thank you again uh you know take care of yourself and to all our viewers and listeners thank you again for your continued support for the African Father in America podcast uh take great care of yourselves peace and love African Father in America
You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokele live from Seattle, Washington.